and welcome to a very festive seasonal jolly Christmas edition of Mates Rate, the podcast that is home to two undereducated, underachieving chaps with overinflated egos, where they tuck into the roast turkey and Brussels sprouts of the hearty meal that is movie triviata. My name is Gaz Carr, and at my side, like a teeny tiny Christmas elf to my ever more Santa-like physique, is Dan Kayser. Hello, everyone. And um, if you're gathered around a turkey right now, can I have a wing? <laughs> Um, yeah, just pop them in the post. Uh, any food that you want to give Dan. Yeah, old meat care of mates rates pod. <laughs> P.O. Box 24689. That would be quite fun if there was a 24689 yeah, P.O. Box. Don't do that's that. going to be the BBC gonna somewhere, stink. isn't it? Please anyway, don't do that. So the premise of our perky little pod is that we take a movie-based topic and then wax lyrical all over our favourite five examples of said topic. Or should I say, all over our five favourite examples of a movie topic, which is the correct way around. So this episode, this edition, Dan, what's going to be our topic? So I thought it would be uh, jolly well fun to talk about Christmas movies at Christmas, but Christmas movies that are not deliberately Christmas movies. Well, it you is... know, not your hallmark junk, not your not not, not, not your touchy your, it, feely happy not your, it's children's. It's a wonderful film. life. No, fuck that film. Fuck, fuck it's a wonderful <laughs> life. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna every talk every year. It's on every year. So for our inaugural uh, Christmas episode, oh, yeah? it's gonna be. Alternative Christmas movies. Yeah, cool Christmas movies. Cool Christmas movies. They're like, are they Christmas movies? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No matter what Bruce now, Willis well, some says. People, some people say, this, does Bruce Willis say it's not? When, I mean, we'll get there, but yeah, he's against he's against that idea. What? I know. It's got, this is Christmas music. Do you got any Christmas music? This is Christmas music. Who sings it? Uh, it was Run DMC, isn't it? Oh, okay. You got some got some cred back immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some cred back, yeah. as if I had cred in the first. You place. You lost a lot just I when, did. You, when you tried to rap, and but um, I can rap. Oh God, I can. This is the time He's for rapping. It's to Chris- do it. He's threatening no, to do it. It's Christmas. He's I can me. rap. He's putting on a bandana. No, no, I can rap. I do presents really well, and, oh, and with good. tape. Well and, done. Yeah, it's good Christmas, job. isn't it? Yeah, you did it. Yeah, got that in there right at the top. <laughs> So yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, alternative Christmas movies. Do you yeah. want to go first or shall I? Uh, we can talk about cool Christmas movies. You go first. Right, See? first. Oh, oh, God. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. How know. many burps do I have to edit out of this? Seven. <laughs> like, per episode. Seven. So I think it's important to set up kind of what the ground rules are of this. And it's kind of, it's movies that are maybe set at well, the, Christmas. There's rules now. Maybe. Christmas is a time for rules. Is and it? punishments. The pub, the... the Yuletide public flogging. That's <laughs> what we do in Essex. The Christmas public... You're not from Essex, you found out recently. That's true, no, I'm from a borough of London. Yeah, you thought you thought your whole life you were from Essex, but it turns yeah. out in the 60s it was rezoned and you've, yeah, you've, you've, you're from I've, London I've the whole time. I've been calling myself an Essex wide boy for many a, <laughs> many a year. I've been calling you a lot worse. Mm. You can hear it in, in, in my voice, in the crass way that I speak. Dan is going to now explain the rules of the podcast. So Christmas films uh-huh. that are set at Christmas. Christmas movies. That are Christmas set. movies that are set at Christmas. Maybe okay. there's a Christmas tree. Yeah. Maybe the, there are holly jolly do you say, carolers. Do you say there has to be a Christmas tree? Maybe there's a Christmas tree. I don't think there has to be, yeah. No. But it's, holly it's, jolly it's set at that time of year. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. It's not trying to pull you into soft Christmas feels. Mm. It's cooler than that. It's better than that. 
So we're going to split this into two parts because we know that you enjoy coming back week on week and we're going to drop the first part today and we're going to drop the next part on New Year's Day. Oh, uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everyone. Hopefully you will be uh, hangover free on New Year's Day, not because you didn't go out and have a roaringly good time, but just because you've got good genes. Yeah, you've got great don't, metabolism. Don't suffer with that kind of thing. Well done, you. I've, I've never had a hangover, Dan. You never have it? Never had a hangover. No. The worst one I ever had, I was 16. Yep. And I had drunk my body weight yep. in alcoholic beverages and libations. Oh. And um, and then I had to go, much like a, a hilarious Vicar of Dibley episode, I had to go to three Christmas dinners. And it was the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to do, uh, do our five, four, threes now. And then uh, next week, we're going to come back with our twos and ones and some honourable mentions. Before you... Listen to our lovely little pod. Uh, we need to tell you that there are going to be some stuff that is spoiled. Oh, yeah. Everything we talk about is going to be spoiled to the spoiliest of spoil towns. We're going to spoil Christmas. We are going to spoil Christmas. And then next week, we're going to spoil New Year's. Yeah, this is why you can't have nice things. Yep, absolutely. So if you do want to uh, listen to everything without things being spoiled, we're going to put a list of everything in the description, hopefully. Uh, and uh, and then you can go and watch some stuff. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's Christmas time. There, sh- there should be something good on for you. Yeah, so into it. This is mo- uh, Dan's number five, I think. Yeah, we're going into your number five first. I think it's important that we do it that way. I think we do. Anyway, so my number five is um, a classic film and favourite of mine. It's called The Apartment. Are you yawning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very tired today. I know. I just it just sort of sprung on me. (laughs) I was I was actually engrossed in what you were saying. Yeah, I could I could (laughs) tell. So engrossed that I nodded off for a second. (laughs) Let me dream of what you're saying instead. (laughs) Yes, as I was saying before, you fell asleep. (laughs) That my number five is the the classic Mm. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon joint, or well, I suppose it's a Billy Wilder okay. joint uh, with Jack Lemon in uh, the apartment. Have you seen such I, a film? I am sorry to say that not only have I not seen the apartment, I do not know of the apartment because you're a philistine. Because I'm a philistine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's this great. Um, uh, but that gives you of, the perfect like time a, to shine like and a, just talk me all the way through it. Well, I'm not going to do that. But it's this farce um, comedy. If about, it was The Shining, um, you with, would. I would if it was The oh, Do you want to do The Shining? No, no. We were just saying that, no. that is, it's set in the winter. It's not a Christmas There's movie. snow. It's not. No. And the Torrances would have had their, their Christmas there. Their last Christmas. <laughs> anyway, but no, not The Shining. The Apartment with uh, Jack Lemmon and uh, Shona McLean. Really, really good film. Uh, you've got a guy uh, that's trying to get up the corporate ladder and he does that by renting out or loaning out his apartment for his colleagues to have affairs in. What? I know. And this is a Christmas Christmas film. There's a Christmas tree in that apartment. It is set at Christmas time. It's very cold outside. Whilst he's letting his apartment out, because he's got this great apartment and all of these chaps want to have their saucy affairs away from their wives with their mistresses. And it's Christmas, so it's, you know... When was this When was this made? 1960. At a certain point, Jack Lemmon's character meets, I, I think she's one of the mistresses, mistresses of... Mr. Um, Rye. Mr. Rye, ladies, of, uh, of one of his, of one of the people above him in his organisation at work. And he starts to fall for her and now he's caught in this bind of you know i i want to do well at work i want to go up the corporate ladder 
so I should I should keep letting this happen and I should keep letting this guy have an affair with this woman that I'm falling in love with and it's all the all the romps and japes that uh, carry on from there all the what now? japes japes you have japes at Christmas you have Christmas crackers Brussels sprouts and japes I see I yeah. see and charades pigs and blankets yeah well yeah they're more important than anything okay. else so why is this why is this film so good it's just a great film is it it's just fantastically made film it's mm-hmm. it's this great fast type comedy uh, I love a fast fantastic actors in, um, in in Lemon and McLean and uh, I, it's it's just I don't know it's a film that you can kind of fall in love with um, and uh, if you're a proper film buff like me not you it's a really good <laughs> it's a really good film to say that you've seen <laughs> people go oh yeah oh that guy knows what he's talking about so that was uh, that was Pretentious Dan's number five. Oh yeah uh, coming in at my number five <laughs> Iron Man 3 <laughs> yes which is high art <laughs> It's also the is it the, well, I was going to say it's the most beloved of all the Iron Man films, but There's a lot obviously of people who I was don't saying like, it. like sarcastically. But number two is bad. Number two's terrible. Well, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, no. So, so like, let's not go down this road again. No, it's not. No, no. But number two is is not great. It's the weakest. Um, it's but the weakest, I love number yeah. three. Mickey Rourke's it's film. not. It's not the best Iron Man film. That's that's clearly number one. Um, yeah, fantastic film. But but I I do love not number set three. At Christmas though, number one. No, it's not. I think you'll find it's not. So you're talking about. So number... is this the only Marvel film that's set at Christmas? I think it probably is. Ooh, they did the Guardians uh, Galaxy yeah. special, but did that you, was. Did you enjoy that? Nope. No. Nope. No, never did I. Nope. Um, absolute shame. But yeah, but Iron Man three, it's loads of I fun, and Kevin it's got Bacon. lots of Christmassy things. There's Christmas presents talked about. There's a like a lovely snowing scene. Yeah, uh, and PTSD. Some PTSD, little PTSD. Uh, he gives <laughs> little PTSD. Little PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. L- little PTSD. <laughs> PT. You know PT. <laughs> little. Oh, it's little PTSD. Oh. Hey, hey, PT. Hiya, boys. You are not respecting the veterans at Christmas. No, and I think you should be stopped. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I love a bit of Iron Man Three. It's great. I think it's, it's Shane Black, and Shane Black uh, will come on to him more later. But he writes only Christmas movies. I think. I thought you were going to say can do no wrong. Ah, uh, no, apparently he can do wrong. I've not seen <laughs> The Predator. Is that yeah, his? Yeah, that's that right. That's one? what that's what it's called. I've not seen that. Don't Al- don't bother. Although to be to be perfectly frank, I'm not the hugest fan of the franchise. Oh dear! Now we have to stop recording and fight in the street <laughs> um, in the snow. I I so I was never. It's one of those things that Predator was a film that a in franchise my youth. like Predator Predator is mm. great. Two is uh, two's all right. Mm. Sorry, it's the AVP films. Yeah, Can that, I just that's like, why people don't like yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, and then it, yeah, the yeah, AVP yeah, films. Yeah, that's, they're not, not great. Good. They're not great. Um, and then the Predator, and they completely like mess up the rules. Like in the first Alien film, it takes. We're going off topic here. Mm. It takes like we don't what do that. three Especially three days or something for the chestbursters to, to come out. Yes, John Hurt, something instant. like that, and it's fifteen minutes. I think yeah. in uh, in AVP to come out of spud. Uh, was it's it because of all because of all the heroin. It's, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's I It's moved up it, there. Oh, no, I went to Kriegi. Only put that on there to get my foot in the door, like. <laughs> but yeah, well, that heroin inside of him that, is, is he accelerated was the it's accelerated the facehugger experience. Yeah, I love Spud. He was so good. You and Bremner, fantastic actor. Mm. But going back to Iron Man three. Uh, I if really, we must. I really enjoyed uh, the the twist on the Mandarin because obviously they couldn't do the Mandarin as it was when yeah. it was originally in the racist comics. Um, <laughs> he was green. He, was he green? No, uh, uh, at times 
At mm. times his skin was green. Yeah, I think so he, he was, was like, he was a gentleman of uh, East Asian origin. Yes. And uh, ancient and powerful. Ancient and powerful. Fueled by like alien dragon rings. I've heard you describe your farts as <laughs> <laughs> ancient and powerful and and you know what? I describe them as devastating. Yeah. And all three Accurate. And now at Christmas with the Brussels sprouts about. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's oh. why you're not invited. That really is why you're not invited. So many un- unnecessary deaths at the, <laughs> at the hands of those Jesus. noxious pups. Jesus Christ. But they come out tuneful at Christmas, so that's, Do they? that's something. I mean, you've been through so many chairs as well. It just like, eats away at the wood and the plastic. It gets into the wallpaper of the house. It does, it does. Yeah. Or into the it's, glue behind the wallpaper. Yeah, I know. The wallpaper is constantly, it's perpetually peeling in your house. It's like yeah. a haunted house, your house. It looks like a, a a tumbling down shack, no matter how many times you decorate in the year, just because of the, the noxious, poisonous yeah. gases that come the, out of your ass. The bum flavour. The bum flavour. So, uh, you were talking about Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Not a single fart in that film. Not a single fart, no. No. I mean, it, it was missing something, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, but it was good. Had the relationship with the kid. That was funny. It was, it was lighthearted. It was funny, uh, but it also it, it did deal with the PTSD. You know, it dealt with something a little serious. No, it does deal with it very well. And the fact that yeah, he's not Stark is meant to be this almost like perfect genius character bit, overcomes everything. A bit like me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. And um, yeah, to see him, to see him broken and not just wasn't physically broken. No, no, he's mentally broken, it's, which it's, is just as valid. His spirit. Oh, yeah. Was broken. Yeah, and he didn't think he could carry on. Yeah. But then the spirit of Christmas <laughs> crept, in, crept inside of him and his Iron Man. Can, so I, can we just, like, like, take a second for a moment? I think we that, should. I think it's important. That thing that he bought for Pepper in that film, what the fuck was that? Remind me. It's like a giant, like, like human being, bigger than human being sized. Was it a rabbit? Was it a bear? It had weird arms. What was going on with that? A... St- it's what billionaires, billionaires yeah. can do whatever they want. It was probably made it, of a, of a ten thousand real <laughs> rabbit pelts. Well, yeah, I was going to say, or it was, or it was the model based on like the genetically engineered rabbit that he'd had that was all that he'd had created that was all deformed. Yeah, iron rabbit, iron rabbit. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a vibrator and a half, isn't it? Ooh. <laughs> as long as you don't get iron filings off Ooh. of it. Imagine. Mm. Yeah, God, send that back. Mm. Get something better in the January sales. So have we done talking about Iron Man? Oh, well, I was going to say about Iron Man 3. It was, um, do you know what my favourite bit of Iron Man 3 is? Uh, I know what my favourite bit is. What's your favourite bit? There's a couple of bits I really like. I'm yeah. interested if your favourite bit is the same as my favourite bit. One of them, I suppose, is the um, the plane rescue sequence. There's like there's, there's this yeah. plane, plane going down. Yeah. And um, oh, when he, when he, does he throw them all out and then go and catch them? I can't remember. Yeah, pretty much, I think. And they kind of all link hands. Yeah, yeah. He does it's just that that's a barrel of monkeys. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. That's it's just that that it. is a practical effect that was done yes. for realsies. Yes, you always. And you've got to appreciate I, I, I love that you always focus on like how these things are done in the film. So, yeah. Because my, my favorite bit of it, it's a bit that it's because cause I have a heart and a soul. It's a bit that I don't, I don't touches un- me. I don't understand. No, I know. Uh, we need to get Dan sent back to the factory to get his settings reset. I don't want it. The bit where uh, the helicopters are attacking his house, you know, when they, they shoot the missiles oh, well, when he house. says, this is my address. Yeah, yeah. Come at, come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, but the, the very... And then they do. The very bit where they are attacking his house, he can summon the Iron Man armor to himself, Yeah. but he doesn't. He chucks it onto Pepper. To protect that her. gets me right there. Because he loves her. It really does get and me. Why it's does like, he love her so much? I don't know. Because it's Christmas. Because of her goop. Oh, yeah. 
It's because of all those candles around the place. Absolutely. Uh. Remember the candle that smells like a Jessica Rabbit. That's that's my favourite title for one podcast. Yeah, no, that's my favourite moment. I I I love a bit like it always gets me a bit of like self sacrifice for someone yeah, else. Like, sen- sentiment in, in in Air Force One. Do you remember the film oh, Air Force we, One? Ladies and gentlemen, we have gone off piste. <laughs> we are going off piste. We are going uh, taking the scenic taking route. The bla- no, taking the black trail. Do you remember in Air Force One? Do you remember Air Force One? Did you ever watch Air Force yes. One? Yes. Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. There's a bit in that where uh, they're, I think they're, because terrorists have got the, the, the plane, uh, they're flying over somebody else's territory. And uh, the only way, and they're, 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 somebody's about to shoot down Air Force One, and the only way they've got, They've got U.S. fighter jets that are uh, flying in formation with Air Force One. And the only way, the way that these pilots can save the president, because he's the president. He's the most important man in the he's world. He's the most important man in the world. Let's let's not get into the policies of that bullshit. But anyway, yeah. but in this moment, this young man is so patriotic that, that somebody America fires so a much. missile at Air Force One and he just he, flies his plane in front it. of it and just, you know, Human sacrifices shield. himself to protect the president. So we should. Absolutely. So we should. No, but it's his contract. Just, it just gets me that kind of thing. I don't know why. Do you remember the the, the spoilers? Plane crash in Air Force One when when the plane actually goes down. No, I don't. I'd like to see it again. Cause you it's should because so it's awful. All, all I remember. <laughs> it's terrible. The main thing I remember it's all CG about that, and it's bad. Main thing I remember about that is I lent my VHS coffee to my mate Jenny. Jenny, if you're listening, uh, and I never got it back. Now, Jenny, I think in the spirit of Christmas, you should come find that age, yeah. aged VHS. Come on, Jenny. Wrap it up and uh, send it back to Mates Rates, care of P.O. Box. <laughs> you can't Can remember, I remember the number. the number that I made up earlier, <laughs> 68214. Right. So, shall we move right. on to your number four? Dan's number four. Dan's number four. I'm number one, we're talking about. Oh, no. Dan's number four. <laughs> there are three better than Dan. <laughs> Charming. Right, so I think another great. Uh, another great comedy set at Christmas. Comedy, comedy. Trading Places, Dan Aykroyd. Trading Places. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, classic. Fantastic, fantastic film. I don't know, it's kind of loosely based on like Prince and the Pauper type thing. Yeah. Um, and you've got Eddie Murphy's character who's busking uh, and um, is a bit of Pretending a... to be a Vietnam vet with no legs in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very naughty. Classic Eddie. And <laughs> it does it every weekend. <laughs> And Aykroyd is uh, a high-flying business exec, and then two billionaires decide we can. I bet we can change their lives, and um, uh, we can switch their positions through our influence. And so they fire Dan Aykroyd, and they bring in uh, Eddie Murphy's character, and they do all of this over. I think it's a dollar bet. Yes, I think is it, it is. Is it a dollar bet or a five dollar I think bet? It is. I think it's a dollar. I think it is. I, I, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Yeah, as the uh, as the bourgeoisie uh, tend to do, they... they um, yeah, mate, I know some five dollar words. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, they the, the upper crusts, they um, they mess with the little man's life. Yeah. And they, well, they, they mess they, with the little men's life, don't they? Yeah, they, and Everybody's they piss, they piss on life. us from afar, from their ivory towers. Mm. You know, do they give us presents at Christmas? No. Taxes. No, do you know I uh, I really enjoyed in uh, is it coming to America? Because at the end I don't of know that, what you're going to say. So. so at the end of that film, those two. 
Do oh. they lose everything? I think they lose we, everything. Yeah, they lose everything on the on the stock market. Stock market at the, at the end of that film, uh, and then in coming to America, there is a very brief cameo of the pair of them. Yes, uh, and you know, and they're now bums on the streets. Yes, which is. Is there a Waldorf and Stadler connection to those two, or am you I just making that up? I think it's so overtly there that you can't ignore it. But I don't think it's deliberate. That's just just for anyone who doesn't know. That's the names of the two old grumpy businessmen uh, in the Muppets yeah. who uh, are always just in- hypercritical of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible people. But is it, is it, it's a, one of them's Don Amici, isn't he? Come again. Don Amici. It's the name of the actor. Ah. His name's Donna. Don ah. Amici. Makes more sense. Very famous actor. <laughs> Never heard of him. So the apartment, you say? Yeah. Uh, Randolph and Mortimer are their names and it's Don Amici and Ralph Bellamy. But they're not the they're not the voices from the Muppets. No, no, no. Okay, no, they're not the voices. You had me going. No, I just I didn't know if there was like a connection if one of them was based on the other. Like those two might have been based on. I, I suspect that I think I think because I want to say Muppets came Muppets came first, that. yeah, because they were seventies, I think. Yeah, weren't they? and this those is two. This, this is like eighty two or something. Uh, eighty three. Ah, oh, so close. But yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic in. Trading was places that Jamie as well. Curtis's like first? It, it was definitely like a breakout role for her. Yeah, yeah. I was She's... watching an episode of Columbo, and she was a waitress. I was going to say yeah, that. that. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh wow, and you're like, she looks really pissed off. She does, but because but... she's got like nothing to do. Oh no, I think that she was just playing a pissed off character. I thought she was fantastic. She well, was she's very, a very brief. good actress. She is a very good actress. Yeah. Now in Trading Places, let's see if this makes the cut. You see her boobies. <laughs> do you deny this? I do not deny this, because I've seen her boobies. My goodness. <laughs> in Trading Places. Oh, okay. As have you. Yeah. Can't find her in the cast yeah, list. That bit of the VHS tape is slightly <laughs> worn out. It's very blurry now. It's yeah. played quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, when DVD came along, oh, what a godsend. Thank sent. God. Don't get me started on the Blu-ray. Uh, that Columbo episode was definitely pre-Halloween. Yeah, that it was might, trading that, places that, pre-Halloween. Uh, I don't think so. Well, it wouldn't have been a breakout role then. No, that's a good, very good point. But let's have a little look. Gareth's on the internet. How do you spell IMDb? Isn't <laughs> <laughs> Halloween like late late seventies? Quincy M E was her first role as girl in dressing room. Uh, she was very good. And then she was in the Hardy Boys slash Nancy Drew Mysteries in 1977. And then Columbo. Columbo was her third. There you go. Yeah. It felt very early. And and then Halloween. Mm. Oh, my God. She was in an episode of Buck Rogers. I definitely need to find that. Now, she had quite, quite a, a lengthy um, CV before I, th- I think, I suppose. Trading Places. Yeah, I suppose Trading Places. Um, that one or a BAFTA. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, I think that's when she was... I don't know, taken more seriously. Can you be taken seriously as like a final girl in a in a slasher film? People love Halloween, but at the time that like, was it I don't know if it was overly considered as a, as the masterpiece we, we might today. Um and of well, course Rob Zombie got his hands on it and fuck that up. I've not seen the Rob don't Zombie do it. one. Don't do it. Also don't watch um like the you know like kind of like re nah, not rebooted, but they reinvitalized Reinvigorated. Uh, that's the word. Yeah. Uh, Halloween recently there was like a, a, another trilogy of films yes and the, the the first of that new trilogy with like an an aged uh, Laurie Strode Jamie Lee Curtis yeah it's very very good and then there's a middle one that I might not have seen 
which could be good. And then there's a final one, which is Dog Kaka. So there's Halloween, and, which was just called Halloween, in the very modern way of, you know, calling yeah, things we'll like call it that again. We'll call it Scream Balbo again or, or John Rambo or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that got that gets a 6.5. That's 2018. That's good for him. Uh, and then... Could have uh, been on its own. Like, you didn't need more. And could, then have, the, could have finished it there. Then there was Halloween Kills. Yeah, I might have missed that one. And that's a 5.5, which is a pretty poor score. And then there was Halloween Ends. That's it. Which is a 5, a dead 5. Yeah. Out, out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah, no, I'd give it three. Okay. It's an average, isn't it? It's terrible. A lot of people. I just, didn't, I just didn't care. Went and watched it. Couldn't give a monkeys. Mm. They tried to do something clever, and they mucked it up. There's fuck all for us to watch in the cinema at the moment. Have you noticed yeah, I know this. It's because of the bloody screenwriters and screen actors' strikes. Yeah, no, I mean, admittedly, that's kind of semi-over now. But The writer's strike is. The screenwriters is. the actors is. The actors, no. They can't promote their own... Th- works mm. so you've got directors going to um screenings of films with no actors there at premieres and they wear like t-shirts with the actors names on Little How fat very bizarre yeah so like because i'm sure i saw that deadpool 3 was shooting again it it might be it's it completely be. moved its release date it was meant yeah. to come out in may of next year well everything's I think they've... they've, they've it they've, doesn't have a release date. They've bumped everything, haven't they? They've bumped yeah. June Part 2 from Christmas. That was supposed to be this Christmas, and that's like spring. Should we get back on topic? Sure. So is that all we've got to say? Only that I really Trading like the places. bit in Trading Places when... Um, her boobies. We're back on her boobies. No, well, no but, like it is, but it is Jamie Lee, <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, she's pretending to be a, um, well, a sexy ostrogen. Ostrogen? Ostrich. Ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Austrian. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not an ostrich. I didn't know where you were going with that. No. With like a sexy Austrian, octogenarian. Had, I may have had a stroke <laughs> because I was thinking about her. Yeah, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. Please don't do that. Sorry. Here. I mean, you. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Is this cashmere? I tell you what is now. It is rubbish. It's going in the bin. <laughs> yeah, she's she is this Austrian backpacker or pretending to be. She's in the guise, and uh, she says things like, um, "Care to be helping me with my rucksack?" And we are yes. moving, we are moving. And I just enjoy those. Oh, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, I, the, the most uh, recent thing that I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis in that I absolutely loved was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yes. That was a fantastic very, very film. Did you watch The Bear? No, I haven't seen The Bear. She's in that. What is She's The Bear? She's the matriarch. It's about a chef, an, incredible, chef. an incredible chef who takes over his brother's failing sandwich shop after his brother dies. Ah. And it's about this guy's life and his self-worth and everything. And she plays his his mum, and she is fantastic in it. She's not a very nice character, or she's very troubled, I should say, but she's fantastic in it. And the the whole show, I'd I'd watch... There's two series on Disney. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at... I think you should just plough through those. I'm looking at the IMDb scores here. It says the top-rated episodes are like 9.7 and 9.6, so that's... that's I think it's phenomenal. Um, I mean, I, I don't is think it, I'm a, alone in that. Is to be it, honest, is, what, is it? Is it got a comedy bent to it, or is it? A... Not really. There's there there are characters who are funny, but it's okay. not it's not a comedy. No, it's oh, a, okay. I will give that a go. The drama. So moving on to my number four, uh, I'm going to go with. I'm just going to do Shane Black back to back. 
What? That was more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Is that my Christmas gift? That's your Christmas gift. Thank you. Uh, and we're going with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ooh. I mean, it, it, Shane Black does have a, a lot of Christmas movies. What is its Christmas um, pedigree? Uh, it's just set at Christmas. Oh, I see. It's a Christmas film. Yeah. Shane Black tends to write movies uh, set at Christmas. They're not always, as we discussed with Do The Predator. Do you think that's for like, financial reasons? I think that there's like commercial possibly reasons, I a commercial say. element to it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. This um, will definitely get made. Yeah. And, and uh, in it, I'll assure I mean, the release date as I, well. I think Shane Shane Black is one of the uh, the pioneers of like the, the buddy movie. Mm. He, he certainly uh, perfected the art. He, he obviously didn't start it because, you know, you had... He l- didn't perfect it in The Predator. No, well, I've not seen The Predator. Mm. And I'll probably... Let's stop talking about it. Won't ever. You no, brought it up again, you I talk. did. Yeah. Because I'm still angry. <laughs> but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it, it was the first film... I it, it, I think it came out slightly after Iron Man, but I don't know if it was made before Iron Man, but it was like Iron Man and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang were two films that uh, relaunched Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he had been on a bender for years. He, you know, he'd he was been lost in prison. In the he was lost in the desert. He was. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was a bit of a lost soul, and he got his act together and came back with Iron Man, which was an amazing film. And it's let's let's be fair. It's not all down to him. Uh, John Favreau, the whole hmm. team made that film, but he did a fantastic job. But he's the most charismatic man uh, yeah, in the world. He really is. I love that. It's like I, I saw the, the, like a, a YouTube clip of him the other day, uh, and um, some the, it, it's like a panel of the Avengers cast, and somebody asks hmm. a question to Chris Evans, yeah. uh, and then they go to him, and he goes, "The next time that someone doesn't ask me the first question." I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I must be mellowing with age, but I want to say this very clearly. The next time I'm not asked the first question... <laughs> just, he just plays arrogant so well, and I don't think he is. I think that it's... I think there it's, are some a, pe- it's a bit of a mask. I it? think it's a complete mask. It's, He's, it's, it's all done for fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do you know what? I think that's one of the things that's missing from modern Marvel, and we're not going to go down this rabbit hole too much, but I think that you had a great sense of family and fun in those early films. Everybody got on really well, and I think that it's all becoming just a little bit... Just everybody's in it for the money, you know? But anyway. Uh, what, superhero films in general? I'm thinking of Marvel, specifically. Well, yeah. I think Marvel has lost its way. If you go back to those original, like the original Avengers cast, they all seem really tight and all seem like they had lots of fun. And they're missing that fun. But anyway, that really is a little tangent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going off on a lot of tangents, but let's not worry about that. But Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's a film about a criminal... Who is who accidentally walks into an audition in New York, uh, and he's just seen his buddy get killed while trying to rob. Uh, I think it's like a uh, like a Radio Shack type place or something like that. So trying to rob a store of some yeah. kind, uh, and some do-gooder or somebody that weren't expecting to have a gun just shot his buddy and killed him. And then he walks while he's trying to escape from the police. He stumbles into this audition. And he gives this amazing performance, they think, performance in air quotes, yeah. as to someone who's just lost their buddy. But he's, he's you know, speaking from the heart and he's devastated that he's just lost his mate. Uh, and the police walk in and they go, oh, I'm sorry, I'll, uh, we'll leave you to it. <laughs> and they're just like, fuck off back out of the room. It's great. Uh- 
kills him, didn't I? Um, and and he gets like hired as this next great actor because of this performance. And then he goes to Hollywood and he meets up with Val Kilmer. It's probably one of the last films that Val Kilmer did before he had his his uh, his throat cancer. Mm, and it, yeah, Val Kilmer was fantastic as as uh, the detect uh, the private detective Gay Perry, uh, who that, and that, that's the name of the character Gay Perry, uh, and uh, he's. Um, He's he's just so sarcastic all the time. He so, just gives us such a great performance. Yeah, had uh, Michelle Monaghan in it as well. So Robbie Downey Jr. Uh, goes to Hollywood and he's told, I think he's, he's auditioning for, he's going to be playing a private detective. So they, they pair him up with Val Kilmer's character, Gary Perry. Uh, and um, all of a sudden they get embroiled in in this real life mystery. This is like this real life murder and you know they've got yeah. got to sort the ways out of that and it's just it's loads of fun there's a bit where there is a a woman trapped in the trunk of a car that's driven into a lake and so val kilmer is it val kilmer one of them shoots the lock to get the trunk open because it's going down <laughs> and ends up shooting her in the head you know <laughs> it's just uh, it's very dark humor it's great. I would highly recommend it to anyone who's not seen it. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. It, yeah, the nice guys as well. That's another one. Did you say that Danny Junior's character loses a finger in? I believe. Yeah. So it's been quite a long time since I've seen this, but I think he's having a bit of a tip. So it turns out that Michelle Monaghan's character is uh, a childhood love interest of his, and it's just a massive coincidence that they've met back up. Mm. Uh, and. Um, at one point, he's standing in her doorway trying to apologise for something that he's done and she slams the door on him as he's leaning against the doorway and he's got his hand on the doorframe and she just chops a finger off. Ooh. And then I think they go to the emergency room, they get it sewn back on, but then the rest of the film happens and capers are still ensuing and it gets just pops off again, I think, <laughs> at some point. Or it gets it gets pulled off in some some other way. So, yeah, so he loses a finger in the film, but... But it's a it's a highly entertaining film. It's really good. I would highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Great Christmas movie. So it's, yeah, it's been on. a long put time. Put it on your Christmas list, everybody. Been a long time since I've seen it. I think I need to go back and revisit. I think you do. I think you do. Yeah. Have you seen Grand Budapest Hotel? The Wes Anderson. Yeah. And there's a bit in that where um, Jeff Goldblum's character is running away from Willem Dafoe. Oh. Puts his hand in a doorframe. Loses all of his fingers at once, and you just you just watch these fingers all drop to the ground like sausages. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, I don't and remember it's that. Like the whole the whole film's not it has no gruesome elements to it other than that, <laughs> and you're just watching this kind of light-hearted romp. It's interesting, isn't and it? And then you go, oh, <laughs> it's really interesting how we how we we are like totally desensitized to the most horrific things. Like I was watching uh, the boys. Oh yes, a recently. TV show. Is there the a Christmas boys. episode of The Boys? Well, there's no Christmas episode. Oh, but it's no place here. series three. Series three, episode one. You, you know talk, what I'm talking about. The little with dude. With a tiny little man. Tiny little man. Let's where not go goes, into it. Yeah, where he goes. Yeah, well, he goes into it. He goes where no man has gone before, like literally. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but let's not let's not talk about that. that is, but it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like horrifically disgusting. Yeah. What happens there. Yeah. 
but you're also you're you're, you're like, kind of laughing. You're off. disgusted. You're laughing. You're disgusted at yourself for laughing. You know, you think you're going to be paying a lot more for therapy from now on, <laughs> not because of what you've seen, but because of the way you reacted. So Gareth doesn't want to describe the horrific thing. And well, I think you're right. It's Christmas and we should keep it clean and PG. But that was also largely practically done. Not, 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 not that end bit. You, you want to continue watching episode one of Gen V? Oh, no. Oh, I think I have heard horrific things. God. Just, I, it's, Christmas is ruined. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's my number four. What do you got on your number three? Your so number we're, three. We're moving on three. swiftly to number three. We are three. moving on swiftly. Christmas classic number three. So this my number three is an absolute banger of a Christmas film. Ooh. Okay. And it's called Babes in Toyland. Have you seen it? Of course you have. Everybody has. It stars Drew Barrymore when she was about seven. And more importantly, it stars a young Keanu Reeves. Now, Keanu, if you're listening, <laughs> the podcast, it's Christmas. Okay, the podcast needs production value, injection. And we can only get that with a cool 50K. I, I went down a... Alleyway and Keanu Reeves was there and gave you a bag of money. I went down a uh, an Instagram rabbit hole of videos the other day. This can happen to the best of us. And I stumbled across this video of a very disgruntled Keanu. No. Really? No. He was in a mall and he was a being, shopping, shopping he, centre. He had in been hounded by a professional autograph hunter. Oh. And, and he was just Scumbag. saying, It's not cool, man. It's, it's not whoa, fucking cool, man. Whoa. I'm in a mall. Just trying to do some shopping in a mall. And that's pretty much I might all he get said. get a giant pretzel. That is fucking time for myself. I'm in a fucking mall. Yeah, I see your point. I just know you don't see me a fucking point, man. Uh, and, he said, and he said that as he was signing this guy's piece of paper. <laughs> you still <laughs> and I was did just it. Like, you still oh, did it. Oh, you're the nicest man in the world. You know, like, it's just, he's... he's absolutely right it's not cool he just wanted some time to himself I wouldn't mind if whilst signing something like a check Keanu (laughs) Keanu was was berating me and telling me that I was being uncool and unprofessional and I should stop asking I should stop asking for the money but but now I've got the check and he signed it I just (laughs) want to buy the man a coffee I'd love to to. with the money that he's just given you well no I was going to say in exchange for a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of lovely lolly. He can, he's good for it. Oh, do you know what I was watching the other day, which we're going to have to talk about on another podcast? Okay. The Devil's Advocate. It's really good. Oh, yeah, and he's very good in that. Yeah, he's very, he is. Very good, it, yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about it another time. Okay. I do want to get in depth into that one. Yeah. Don't wanna... Well done, Keanu, for that film. Yeah. And if you were happy with me telling you well done, then you can send a cheque or postal order for £50,000 to Mates Rates Pod, care of PO Box 64912. So we, <laughs> it's another PO box. So we've uh, well, that one's just for me. You, can't, oh, yeah, you, can, you okay, don't okay. have access to that PO box. Oh, you 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 went a little too hot there. It's because I was excited about all the money. So uh, that was our usual friend of the podcast, Keanu Reeves segment. God uh, bless him. Merry Christmas, Keanu. Merry bless. Absolutely, I, I'm going to say that out genuinely. Merry yeah. Christmas, Keanu. Yeah, no more jokes. I don't know if you Merry celebrate Christmas, Christmas Keanu Reeves. What, what, Is he Jewish? I don't know. I don't, think, I don't so. think so. But I mean, but he doesn't just because he's Merry not, Christmas. There's lots Happy of people who Hanukkah. don't. Good Kwanzaa to you, Keanu Reeves. Kwanzaa? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. He's Hawaiian, isn't he? So I don't know sure. I don't know what the predominant religious festivals are in Hawaii. Doesn't it mean like a gentle breeze or something? They like a good know? lay. Thank you. Yeah, are we, are we, are that we, wasn't really my number three. Oh, it wasn't up. No, no, that was, that was pure. I see. No Christmas drapes. Oh, that, that wasn't was really number three. devious. Yeah. But maybe we need to leave it there. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing. I yeah. don't think we've hit that mark yet. Shit. By quite a long way. <laughs> Let's ask the audience uh, right in to... So anyway, so that was that. That's my number. My number four. That was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and then you made a joke about Keanu Reeves. I and did. We, we I did. All, it was very successful. We all enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. What are we doing? We're doing your number three. Oh, a real one. Real number three. None of this Keanu Reeves bullshit. Sorry, Keanu. I didn't Sorry, Keanu. I, I don't. Gareth doesn't speak for the podcast. Okay, so my real, my real number three. Real number three would be quite a quite a new Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Set at Christmas, of course, but it's also got a particular Christmas character who you may know. Ooh. As Father Christmas. Or okay. Santa Claus. Sandy Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Saint Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, David Harbour in, in Violent Night. Oh, Violent which I, Night. I'm pretty sure came out last year, I think 2022. It did. Yeah, I went, I went to see that with my daughter. Yes. Uh, because I'm an, if, if you're listening team, because I'm such an excellent boss, I took out my, my team of uh, Nerdwells to the cinema for Christmas. And I'm we watched Violent Night. We watched Violent Night. You won't do that? No, well, I've, there's like 17 of them on my team. I don't understand the problem. It's an expensive night. Mm. Well, we did it on the company dime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Because uh, <laughs> I could never get any money back out. Anyway. Um, if any of my management are listening, uh, I paid for it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Violent I don't night. even know how to use the company credit Violent card. Violent Night was fantastic. And it was I very good. And I think it, it's... Spawned a uh, a sequel that there's going to be a sequel. I think. What? I I think I heard that. I hope so. I would happily watch that. I would as well. Because what I really really like, I know we spoil a lot of stuff, but like, it it goes into some like Santa backstory Mm. that I won't say here. But um, I I really really liked it. I thought it was great. It was just a great film. I really liked watching this. uh, I don't know Santa origin story. Uh, in flashbacks, it's very brief. It's mm. only hinted at, really, but you get a really good sense of um, uh, what he was before he became yeah. uh, Santa Claus. And then, and then it's 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 diehard. It's diehard, not at only at Christmas again, it's, it's, but um, I think it, I think it is diehard in a mansion with Santa Claus. I think it's purposely playing on the fact. Oh, that yeah. people call diehard a Christmas movie. Yeah, it knows what it's doing. Yeah, and it does it very well. Yeah, and um, poor little tiny John. Leguizamo, whatever his name is. What's his name? What did you Leguizamo. Say his name? Leguizamo. 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 I like the way I John say it. John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. <laughs> Do you know, gentle listener, uh, Dan looked it up. I he, did. He had Google pronounce it for him before yeah. the podcast. I didn't want so to be that racist. he wouldn't get it wrong. And then he got it wrong. John Leguini. <laughs> John, John Linguini. Long, John Linguini, pasta, pasta Long shapes. John Linguini. <laughs> John um, Hula Hoops Alphabetic Spaghetti. He's, um, yeah, he yeah. was excellent in it. And yeah, he John was he was um, dispatched in the film, spoilers, um, in a fantastic way, which I enjoyed very much. How did they how did they dispatch? He was taken up a chimney. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he didn't survive. And you it. enjoyed that. That was <laughs> You not just as said as, not as much as old John <laughs> Pippi Longstockings did. <laughs> 
Oh god. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was loads of fun. Harbour uh, was great. Harbour was a perfect choice to play. Really it really was because he's other than it, old um, uh, other Johnny um, Leggins Stockings. He was uh, <laughs> everyone else in it was a bit weak. Yeah, I don't. They might not have even been actors. I think that the family were pretty good. No, nah. no, nah. no. Nah. Okay, I don't care for anyone else. Okay, I can't remember who's in it. And of course, it's just a film about Santa Claus killing terrorists. Yeah. And that's all I wanted, and that's what I got. So that's thanks, all you need. Thanks, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. It was a great, great film. It's yeah. really good. And I'd watch it again, and I'd, I'd probably wait until I Christmas. I think I will watch it again, yeah. I don't... It hasn't uh, It hasn't hit my radar since we went to see it last Christmas. Yeah. I think I... don't I, know where I you will, would find it on a streaming I will search service. search it out. I'll have a look. Yeah. Hopefully it'll come on Sky. That'll yeah. be good. Got anything more to say about that? What, are you advertising Sky on the podcast? No, no, no not that, no. <laughs> Sky for listening. Um, we de- desperately need we a sponsor. We could do some sponsorship. Yeah, and I think we want we, some I of that Sky to, money. To Is it still we... Murdoch money? Uh, no, no, not for a quite a long time. Oh. Not for a good... Damn, he was corrupt. He would have given us the five money. Years, five, years. Yeah, it'll probably be on Sky or one of the streaming services this Christmas. It's got to be. I would hope so. It was in the cinema last year, so it's got to yeah, be. it should be Somebody, out there. somebody out will there be somewhere. buying the rights to it so that they can... Uh, Dear listener, it. if you know where Violent Night is on streaming services, please... Well, there's an app. Send a, uh, no, send a... No, no, there's an app. No, please send a handwritten no, no, there's, but there's note. An app. You can look on this app. Is it called Netflix? No, it's called Just Watch. Oh. Have you not seen this app? No. It's... A, it's just watch if you're listening. Genuine app. Um, sponsorship is thin on the ground here. Christmas is a bit lean in the old mates rates house. So if you could uh, throw us a bone, and by bone, I mean £50,000. It's, um, so yeah, it's not available for, it. for free anywhere. Anywhere? It's no, not? Not for oh, free, sorry. no. You can buy it for those prices. Nope. I've already spent a lot of my own money, wink, on taking people to go <laughs> see the cinema. <laughs> not paying for it again. <laughs> That is a, um, a physical speech impediment that Dan has. He 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 says <laughs> the word wink whenever he my, says whenever, whenever he actually I close winks. one eye. Yeah. Wink. smile, <laughs> grin and only. So we've done our five fours and threes, and we are now. Isn't this isn't this a new episode? No, we've got to do the end of it. So oh, sorry, sorry. We've done the beginning of it. So that's the end of our part one, and we've done our five, fours, and threes. We're going to come back in one week's time. That's one week today, kids, and we are going to drop part two. On you. Thanks, Dan. On a Dan. year that's new. <laughs> We're going to invade your oral senses. No, not oral. We're going to, <laughs> oral. We're going to invade your oral space next year. It's going to be a whole other year, Dan. I, I'm not ready. I don't want no. to get, no. Do you, not, do you not want to go? I've been Peter Panning for so long, I can't. How old are you now, Dan? Shut up. 26, are you? Yes. 26 plus? One. Plus? Because it's a new year. Plus? I don't know what you're doing now. Just You've gone... You're over 40, Dan. Shut up. You know you're over 40. Shut up. No, you That's why my knees hurt and my hip. <laughs> only, oh. only when it rains. So thanks for joining us and come back next week. And don't forget, if you did enjoy this podcast, which I'm greedy... Of course greedy. they did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really likely. Yeah. I really hope it's you do. It's very likable. It's very likable. But please do, tell your friends. It goes down well. Yeah, you know? yeah, tell your mates. Tell your mates. Like, share, and subscribe. Oh, you don't have to do that. This no, is no, the do. spirit of giving. Dan. But give to yourself. Dan, we've got like four give yourself, regular listeners. Give yourself We need some more than four regular respect. listeners, Dan. Don't cave to Jesus this man's demands. Oh, my God. You don't have to do it. Be an individual. Just, and that doesn't mean get a quirky haircut. Right, it means just, just believe in yourself. Oh, 
and gentle listener please if you have any questions or comments want to suggest anything to us or talk about what we've said as long as it's positive and not mean we don't like mean people god no no then please 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 that was too many pleases yeah then, you sound cloying i sound yeah yeah then please do desperate yeah then please do Very sad then please do drop us a line at our email address which is it's mates rate pod at gmail.com yeah, so it's M-A-T-E-S-R-A-T-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Yeah. Just remember, people, keep it positive. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Can and, you? Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll never reply. But what no. about if we read out your email yeah, yeah. on the podcast? You'd be like, give you some kind of weird validation, You'd be, it? like, famous to over seven people. Yeah. Seven people that you've never met before in yeah. countries that are minimal. Yeah. No, we got uh, we got the, the, the Brussels one. No. Uh, we've got uh, some, at least one or two people in America. Yep. America, they, you know, that's There's not many people in the Americas. No, it's really... So we've got, it's quite, we've got a good percentile. Yeah. And we, we had one listener in Rotterdam once. I think that might have been a, on a trip. Yeah, fluke. We, we had one listener in Ireland, but I'm pretty sure that was me. You're an international man of mystery. I, I travel a lot. Yeah. I listening do. to you. Yourself. Listening to myself. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh... So thank you very much for joining us on this very seasonal, very festive Mates Rate pod. We do hope you enjoyed yourselves. We enjoyed ourselves making it, or at least I did. I don't know about you, Dan. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it right, yeah. Dan did his... I enjoy it. Dan did his... No, it was, no, it's very good. And do you know why? Because I got to spend Christmas with you. Oh. Oh. I bet you prefer to spend Christmas with Keanu. I, I was going to make a Keanu joke, but no, you've really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Got the right sentiment. And Keanu... Anyway, I wish, so I, knew we're gonna... I wish I knew where he was. <laughs> wish he'd answer my calls. I wish he didn't have a restraining order against you. Yeah, then we'd have that money. <laughs> so that's it, folks. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to a very festive, seasonal, jolly Christmas edition of Mates Rate. Ho ho ho. The podcast. What did you call me? <laughs> I think that three is too much. Yeah, I do. The Santa, he's a big guy. Also, much uh, the same at Christmas. I could only, I could only handle one. I reckon <laughs> a bit like a Terry's chocolate orange. You know, your wife listens to this now. Oh, shit, delete <laughs> this. We're going to drop part two on New Year's Day. Yeah, so if you can drag yourself out of your pit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the aggressive. <laughs> Dan being needlessly aggressive there <laughs> to the fucking listeners. So Who yeah, I despise and yet need. Nine ninety nine on Sky Store. Heard that and that and probably this. Carry on. <laughs> I'm trying to stop my cough. <laughs> oh, Gareth's okay, got a cough because it's Chris. Because it's cold Christmas time. When we're recording this, it's Christmas. Wink. Oh, today yeah, it's Christmas Day. We're going to um. It's Christmas. Day. We, we recorded it like four a.m. Oh, today. why aren't we opening these like presents? Oh, I, what oh, did you get me? Fucked up the format. Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, but. <laughs> but nothing. Well said, Dan. Well said. <laughs> <laughs>